Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. All right, so in this episode, I wanna talk about um, a signature group coaching program. Um, I actually wanna just share like a little bit of my background where I kind of started in the coaching space and then what has led me to where I am now where I have been able to scale my impact. I've been able to increase my, my profit in my business and I've been able to uh, uh, impact uh, way more people all at once um, and really create a, a dream lifestyle for myself um, without the burnout, without the, the hustle culture. Um, without all the stress of like constantly creating something new um, and feeling like I'm just kind of starting over all the time and trading dollars for hours. And so there's several little things that I just want to talk about today that I think will be super helpful for you if you're a coach or a consultant, you're currently working with clients, you have an established business, um, you know, you have a program, whatever that might look like, or you're selling something, uh, you're working with clients, you love the work that you do, but maybe some of the things we're going to talk about today are things that you are also experiencing um, that are maybe less than ideal or less than desired, and you'd really love to flip them around and turn them around into something that is more in alignment for you and that serves your bigger purpose and mission in life, as well as your lifestyle, right? So if we rewind... 10-ish years ago, when I um, closed out my VA agency, I moved into one-to-one coaching. And at that time, one-on-one coaching was like the thing, right? Almost nobody did group coaching programs. There was a couple of people. Um, But for the most part back then, one-on-one coaching was the way to coach. It was the offer that you sold. It was the thing everybody had available. Uh, It was kind of like the only thing. It was just the way coaching was done back then. And so naturally, when I closed down my agency, I just pivoted and I moved straight into one-on-one coaching. That's what the industry said to do, and that's what everyone was doing. And back then, I followed suit, right? I just, I was new to the coaching space. Um, I wasn't really sure what else to do because I didn't really see anybody modeling anything different. So... I did one-on-one coaching um, for, I don't know, eight or so years, maybe 10. I did one-on-one coaching for a lot of years. Um, And, you know, I think um, there's a lot of really good stuff that came out of it. I think with the one-on-one coaching I did, I really dialed in the type of clients that I really worked the best with. Um, 
I really learned my process, like the things, the step-by-step stuff that I do or, or things or steps that I take with my clients to get them from point A to point B. Um, I really dialed that in. Um, I really learned just how to be like, how to move a client, how to, how to coach a client and move them toward, you know, where I was trying to take them or where they wanted to go. And I think one-on-one coaching, it did, it allowed me to kick off my coaching business. Um, you know, at that time you're talking 10 years ago. So, uh, you know, I didn't have a Facebook group. I didn't have a website. Um, I had a Facebook profile and other people had Facebook groups. And so back then I used my Facebook profile for business. Um, I still do, do to this day. And then I also was in other Facebook groups, right? A lot of you listening to this, you have, are probably doing this or you've done it at some point. So you totally get it. Um, and I wasn't selling in these groups. I was just providing value, but I was showing up consistently in these groups, sharing value, um, just talking about the things that I loved and what I was discovering with my clients and helping them accomplish. And people just started sending friend requests and then they would see my stuff on my profile and send me a direct message and they'd click links and opt in or sign up for stuff. And I flooded my one-on-one coaching. And I want to say for five years, I had 20 private one-on-one coaching clients. Now, if you do any one-on-one coaching, or if you've ever done any one-on-one coaching, that's a lot of clients. That is a lot of one-on-one clients to serve in a single month. Every single month for about five years, all I sold was one-on-one coaching. It was a three-month coaching package. And I had 20 one-on-one coaching clients every single month for that five years. It was my, I had a wait list. I mean, it was just full. It was so full. And even though my one-on-one coaching was full and I couldn't take on more clients, I did not stop doing the things that I was doing on my profile or in these other groups. I didn't stop doing those, even though my coaching program was completely full and I had a wait list. I just kept doing it because it literally only took a few hours a day um, it like, how long does it take to go engage in a few, a few groups, like no time at all, throw something up valuable on my profile, right. With a call to action. Um, and back then I didn't even have an email list. So literally it was just those two things I did all day. And then outside of that, I was on sales calls or coaching calls. Okay. So I was a single mom. I had two kids. Um, I didn't have a lot of time to like really dedicate to the business. And I also didn't have like long periods of uninterrupted time. So my time was scattered throughout the day in like 30, 20, 30, 45 minute, maybe one hour increments of time. So I had to hunker down on, you know, being really consistent and finding the strategies that worked really good for me. And um, I was able to just keep my coaching program extremely full um, to the point where I, obviously I couldn't serve everybody. And I started turning clients away. People would get on the wait list and then they'd be so eager and excited that they'd be reaching out. And I was like, in two months, I'll have a spot in three months. I'll have a spot. And it was like, I just like, couldn't keep up. And so what happened after a while is, you know, the wait list kind of became null and void because at the, by the time I reached out to these people and said, Hey, I have a spot or two spots open. Um, they had already moved on and found somebody else to support them, right? Like their goals, they were not sitting around waiting for months for me to open up a spot. And so I realized that I started to lose potential clients. I was turning sales away. I was turning clients away. And that did not feel good. 
not only because financially I was losing money in my business, but it didn't feel good that those people were like ready for me to help them and they were showing up. And I was literally saying, I'm sorry, I cannot give you the solution, even though I have it. Sorry, too bad for you, right? And like turning them away, basically, or telling them to wait on their dreams or whatever it was. And that just did not feel very good. It felt horrible. And also, I wanted to make more money. Um, at that time, I was, you know, trying to, um, you know, if you listen to my story, I, I was born into the foster care system. And then I was bounced around for eight years, extremely traumatized and abused, neglected, starved, all the things, molested, raped, all the things. And then, um, you know, I grew up in severe poverty my whole life. So naturally, I became a single mom, I moved right into government housing, I was collecting $363 a month in food stamps, like I didn't have anything, no education, no job experience, I was just a single mom. And so for me, obviously, I wanted to make more money. Um, I wanted to be independent, we wanted to get our own place, I wanted to have a vehicle, I wanted to provide for my kids and not feel like I was relying on the government or have limited income. Like I wanted to make more money. And the truth of the matter is I didn't know how to do that because I was already working 80 hours a week. I was working 80 hours a week, coaching 20 clients every month. I had to prep for the call, conduct the call, follow up from the call with 20 clients every single, and, and these were like, I was doing weekly coaching calls. Every week I was on coaching calls. Um, all month. It was just nonstop. I was on a lot of calls and I had people in different time zones. So I was on calls late at night, my time early, early in the morning. I was on calls on the weekends because some of my clients were in Australia and that's the only time they could do. And so I was just plugged into calls constantly. Like if I, I it was rare, it was very rare to see me not on a call. And so that is kind of like my journey into the coaching space. Um, and then I got this client, um, I got this client and I signed on to be her online business manager actually. And so it was a higher level position. It wasn't really coaching. Um, it was coming in more of kind of overseeing and managing things for her at that time. And it was an opportunity I didn't want to turn away, uh, because not only was it really good money, but it was just an opportunity for me to work with a multi seven figure coach. And I looked at it as I'm going to basically get paid to learn, right? Like I'm going to come in and have an impact, but I'm also going to get some experience and I'm going to learn. And she was running a group coaching program. And so I was really excited for this opportunity because I wanted to see what it was all about. How do you run a group coaching program? What does it look like? Like, how do you do this? Right? Like, how does it operate on the back end? And so, um, fast forward through all of that, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about the group coaching programs and over the past five or six years, I have been inside probably seven or eight multi-million dollar coaching companies, multi-million, some even eight figures. Uh, in fact, I'm hired most often as a consultant to come in and either help their sales team peak their performance and increase profits 
uh, and or I am hired to come in and redesign and restructure the group coaching program, design and delivery. So quite crazy, right? Because here I am, you know, 15 years ago, how the heck do you run a group coaching program? And now here I am being hired as a consultant by multi seven and eight figure coaching coaches um, who want me to come in and like redesign theirs. And so the reason this has all come about is because as a client, like as a consumer and also a coach, um, I have also invested in coaching programs for myself, right? Um, and I've noticed through those experiences, I've just seen where there's a lot of room for improvement in the coaching space. 90% um, of coaches have no idea how to run a really exceptional, effective group coaching program. Um, they have no idea. And when I go in and I'm talking, these are behind the scenes of multimillionaires and they are hustling, they are grinding, they are losing clients left and right. They have people paying and not even showing up. They have people complaining and spiraling on the coaching sessions. They have, you know, team members chasing clients down because they don't show up. They don't respond. They don't you know, show up for anything. Um, they're, they're just like, these programs are a hot, hot mess. They have clients that are not feeling like there's any progress. They're not getting results. They're second guessing their investment. They want to back out. Um, there's a lot of things. People requesting refunds. Uh, people wanting to cancel before the contract is up. And then also a lot of clients coming into these programs and then they go out as quick as they come in. And then the coach is right back at replacing those clients. And so there are a lot of things that um, coaches are just not aware of inside group coaching programs. And, and I'm more, t I'm not talking about little six, eight week courses. I'm talking about high end uh, group coaching programs and masterminds where people that make those types of investments expect an exceptional experience, right? They're not going to pay you big bucks and come in and get mediocre average result or experiences, right? Like they want to come in and have an exceptional experience. That's why they're investing big money and they're investing, you know, eight, six, eight, nine, 12 months with you um, because they're expecting an exceptional experience. Otherwise they just go buy a course for a thousand dollars, right? They're coming in for that reason. And so a lot of coaches don't know how to design high-end programs. They don't know how to deliver high-end programs. They don't know how to lead high-end programs. And so they're a hot mess. And so what I want to share with a little bit today is I just want to talk about some of the things that I've done to really get myself out of this hustle culture, this constant having to create, create, create this, create that, do something new all the time. Um, this idea of like, if I do a group program, it means more of my time, more of my energy. I have to show up more, do more, be more. Um, there's just this very uneducated market today on how to actually run effective, efficient, exceptional group coaching programs. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. So the first thing I want to talk about and share with you guys, um, one of the things that I did is I had to shift my mindset from, because of course, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had to shift my mindset from being a one-to-one -one coach to being a one-to-many impactor, someone who impacts globally, someone who impacts the world, someone who can impact multiple clients all at once. I had to kind of shift my mindset from that because I think a lot of people that are in that one-to-one -one hustle and they are trading time for money, you have this idea 
you have this idea that you are the reason your clients are successful and that your clients depend and rely on you and your time is what's valuable, right? The more time they get with you, the more money they'll pay. I just want to call bluff and debunk every single bit of that. That is absolutely so ass backwards. It's not even funny. Um, that is not the case at all. Okay. Um, inside group coaching programs, when they're designed properly, and when I say design, I'm talking about the way they're delivered. I'm talking about the curriculum. I'm talking about the culture. I'm talking about the community. I'm talking about the, the success support. I'm talking about the live aspects, the, all the things, okay. The way in which you deliver that program, that's what counts. Um, people are not coming in there into a group experience like that with this expectation that you're going to be the star of the show and you're going to be the person that's going to answer every single question they have the second they have it. And that you're going to show up every single day, Monday through Friday, all day long, every time, like no one is no, like that's not what's going on here. Okay. I have never worked less in my life and I have 50 plus clients right now at one single time. I am serving through two year long rolling programs. Okay. And then obviously I have some boxers and stuff in one-on-one, -on -one, but I have one one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> I don't do one-on-one -on -one anymore. Um, and so I'm, I'm working with a lot of clients, but I don't work a lot. Okay. Um, we're not having to like reinvent the wheel and recreate all the time and do all this crazy wild hustle stuff in order for clients to be happy. Uh, and I'm also not the star of the show. So the first thing that I really had to do was shift my mindset because you can't go in and create a group coaching program and then deliver it the same way you did your one-on-one. -on -one. You can't have that mindset. You can't have that mentality that going into a group program, you're doing the exact same thing you were doing in your one-on-one -on -one coaching program because you're going to burn out so fast that a group coaching program will not even work for you. You're just going to, you're going to burn the, the candle so quickly. Um, and then you'll be right back to your one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is not uncommon. I've seen a lot of clients do that where they tried to do the group program thing. They didn't know how to do it. So it didn't work. And so they just assumed, oh, it doesn't work. I'm going back to one-on-one -on -one where it's safe and where I know how to deliver and the thing is, is like you could deliver in a group coaching program just as well, if not better. Clients will have even a better experience and better results, by the way, uh, in a group program than they will one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, but you have to shift your mindset on that first, right? So the thing that I did is I really shifted my mindset and I focused on the power of one. And what I mean by that is I really said, okay, if I'm going to do this group coaching program thing, I'm doing it. I'm going all in, which means I have to put 10,000 hours. That's not my theory. That's science. Science says, okay, this is backed by science. Science tells us in order for any human being in this entire world to master anything, anything, they have to put in a minimum of 10,000 hours of the work, like of the reps. Okay. And that is backed by science. You guys can check it out yourself. Science tells us a minimum any human being in the world, if they want to master anything, they are required to put a minimum of 10,000 hours into doing it over and over and over consistently and consecutively before they're going to master anything. Now, most people don't even put 5,000 hours or 3,000 hours, let alone, you know, 10,000, because they do it for like a day or a week or a month. And then it doesn't go as planned or they, it doesn't work the way they want it to. Um, 
or whatever. And so they give up and they go back to their old ways of what's comfortable and familiar. And so they didn't even put enough time in over here to get the result anyway. Um, and so I had to make that commitment. That's the first thing I did is I want to impact more people. I made the decision. I want to impact more people. I also want to make more money. I also would like some of my life back because I'm working 80 hours a week. I have two small children. I have no life. I have hardly any time to stop and eat. I have barely any time to like have time for myself and to even think and just be. And I have no weekends. Like it's just, I want to get out of the hustle culture. So for me, I decided that I wanted those things. Once I made that decision, then I had to make a second decision. I'm going to, I'm not going to close my one-on-one -on -one down entirely because that was my money at the time. That was my income, but I was going to scale back how many clients I took on. I was going to raise my price so that I could still make the same amount, if not more with less clients. So I raised the price of my one-on-one. -on -one. I let go of a handful of clients. I had five clients, but was making more money. So that freed up a ton of my time. I also went from weekly coaching to bi-weekly. So what I want you to notice is I charged more and I showed up less, right? Instead of every week, it was every other. And I had less clients. I want you to just hear that. And I made more money, okay? I did that first so that I could create time because I'm not gonna find time. There is no extra time. I had to create it. So I had to create time to focus on the group coaching program, okay? So I made those decisions. I made those decisions and then I said, I'm doing this. And then I committed to focusing on the power of one, one being my group coaching program. I was gonna serve the handful of one-on-one -on -one clients I had, but I was gonna pivot into marketing, selling, mastering, and delivering a high-end rolling 12-month group coaching program, okay? I made that commitment and that's what I did. I actually, I actually started at six months because I wanted to like get the flow down and, but I very quickly pivoted into 12 month rolling program. Um, but I did go ahead and run 20 people in it at six months. I did do that in the beginning. And then it was a 12 month program after that. And it's never changed. So we, I went ahead and I made that decision and that commitment. And that's what I did. Okay. And, um, I'm not going to get into all the details of how I delivered it and how I set it up and all of that. If that's something that you want help with, if that is something that, you know, you're looking for or whatever, you can send me a private message on social media and I can talk to you about, you know, the exceptional experience that we create for our clients inside our group programs and how we, how we do that. And we can see if that's something we could help you with. But um, that was the first decision or first set of decisions I had to make. Right. I had to shift from one being a one to one to one to many. Um, and I also had to make the decision. I want more income. I want to make a bigger impact and I want my time back. I want those things. And then I focused on power of one, one being I'm just focusing on marketing, selling and delivering and master my group coaching program, which means I have to give it 10,000 hours and I cannot give up or, you know, back out or anything like that for a minimum of 10,000 hours, which I'm so, so happy I committed to because there was many, 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 many times leading up to that 10,000 hours that I wanted to call it quits and I wanted to give up because I was making a ton of freaking mistakes, right? Um, 
And so that's the first thing. The second thing is I wanted to change my mind from like these one-off clients to expanding and collapsing client lifespan. And what I mean by that is a lot of you, a lot of coaches, they, and I did this too, we look at this uh, like trade for trade, right? We look at clients as like, hey, you give me the money, I'll teach you a thing, and then you go about your way, right? And it's this one-off kind of trade. It's this one-time deal. It's this like short-lived experience uh, is the only name I can think of. Short-lived experience, right? You come in for what, three or four months, we do a thing together, and then you go about your way. And then I find another client, and we do the thing together for three, four, six months, whatever, and then you go about your way. And we're just doing this over and over and over. And it's not really scale. It's like we're just kind of always <laughs> like same kind of thing, right? We're starting back at zero, starting back at zero. What I wanted to do is I wanted to increase the lifespan of a client. I work, and I'm sure you do too, I work really, really hard to acquire a brand new client. I want you to think about that. What is it that you do? What are the actions, the time, the commitment, the things that you're doing that lead up to you receiving a paying client? If you write, if you wrote a list, if you write out all the things that you do and how much time that takes from you and how much effort and how much creation and energy and work it takes for you to acquire one brand new paying client. Usually we work pretty hard, right? We work pretty hard, we show up hard, we go all in, we go out, we show up, we show out, right? We work really hard to get that one client. But then what happens is we get the client and then we go back to, let's get the next one. We get the client, let's go get the next one. And we just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And what it feels like is we're constantly replacing and chasing clients. We're constantly looking for the next client. We're constantly looking. And I got sick of that real fast. I got sick of that so quick. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to collapse and increase the, the lifespan of each client because I was working so hard. I, I do, you know, all these things um, organically all, all this time. And like we worked, my team and I, we work hard, right? And when it was just me, I worked really hard to get a client. It wasn't like snap of a finger, boom, there's a client. I worked really hard. Also, I was selling a 12 month program. You know, it wasn't like 5,000 bucks, right? It was 10, $12,000. This was a big time and big money investment for my clients. And so I worked really hard to get those people. And the last thing I wanted was for them to come in and then go out as quick as I came in. I wanted to, I wanted them to stay with me longer because not only for the money, but also because I knew if I had more time with them, that I could help them get even bigger outcomes and even bigger transformation. I needed more time. I needed more time with them and they needed more time, right? Now, there is this whole idea that the more time you give, the longer it takes for people to get things. And I say yes and no to that. I think that if you're a procrastinator, if you're a natural procrastinator, then yes, you will suck up all the time you have to get start. You'll wait till the last second to start moving if you're a natural procrastinator. But if you're someone who's all in and you show up and you show out and you're serious about this, um, you're not going to take a whole 12 months to get results. But is it going to take 12 months for you to have full big like life transformation? Absolutely, right? Like you're not going to be obese, go to the gym for three months and voila, you have your dream body for the rest of your life. No, you're probably going to go to that gym for the rest of your life, right? You're going to continue that practice and continue to grow and evolve and expand into other areas for the rest of your life. It's a lifestyle. And those are the types of people 
I like to bring into my program. And that's also a choice, right? You might not like that. You might want people to just come in, get a thing and get out. I actually love working with people that want to incubate, that want to spend time, that want mastery, that want you know, they're, when they join my program, they're thinking about three, five years from now. They're not just thinking about, oh, this week, right? Those are the types of clients that I love working with. And those are the people that come into my program. So I had to make those decisions, right? To dial that in and what I wanted that experience to look like and be like. And I wanted clients to stay with me longer. I, I, I was getting very frustrated with clients coming in and then they went out as quickly as they came in. And I, would, I felt like I was replacing all the time. And I felt also like they left too soon. Like there was still so much more work we could do together. And so I felt like that was also happening. And so I really focused on creating a longer term rolling program where clients could really come in and we could go all the way together until it literally makes no more sense, right? Um, and so now, today, clients, I, I don't work with anyone under a year. But most of my clients will tell you, and they've been with me two, three, four, and even five years. They just stay. They just stay. And that is that does come down to the way in which you deliver your programs, um, which is I have a very specific method and way that I do that. Um, and we're always improving on that. It's not like said and done. It's always being improved. Actually, at the time of recording this, we are revamping and we're redoing our entire curriculum and that and, and we go in every 90 days and make updates and tweaks and stuff like that so it's always updated okay so that was the second thing i had to do um the next thing that i had to do is be really adaptable because there's there's a lot going on in the world um you know there's a lot going on in the economy there's a lot of social media the ios stuff there's algorithm stuff there's a very crowded online space right now with amazing humans and talent and options and choices and we have to work really hard to stand out we have to work really hard to um you know be seen in this in this industry it's very loud and proud and that's great there's a lot of opportunity but it also means that we have to be adaptable we have to be willing to pivot, we have to be willing to change. We have to understand that maybe the things we did a few months ago or a year or two ago, they're not, they're not working the same today as they did then, right? And that will always be the future. It's called innovation and evolution, right? It's never just gonna be stagnant in the same. You have to be willing to pivot and change and improve. And so that is another thing that I've had to do very consistently is just make sure my curriculum is up to date make sure that also I'm delivering it in a way that clients are consuming content today um, and making sure that it is delivered in a way that supports, um, you know, the speed in which my clients want to move and also making sure that, you know, the curriculum is touching on and focusing on the things that are working today and that are most important to my clients to help them get the results and just my marketing. And I had to just continuously need to be adaptable and willing to like take my head out of the sand and pay attention to what's going on and what people are saying and what my clients are asking for. And, you know, this is something that it sounds obvious, but when I go into these multi-million, even six, six multi-six figure, but when I do the consulting at, at the multi-seven and eight figure uh, companies, 
they're, they're lacking this. They're, there's definitely a lack of like, like their head is in the sand and they're trying to do today what they did like five years ago. And they're like beating their head against the wall because it's not working, but they're not willing to change. They just, they want to play safe. They want to play familiar. They want to play comfortable. They don't want to change what they've done because they're afraid it will break. They're afraid it won't work. They're afraid it will tear down everything they've built. And so they don't adapt. And so clients feel like they're coming into the old age. They feel like they're not getting what they need today, right? In the way they need it to support the way things are today, right? And the truth is it does take a little bit longer uh, and it does take some creativity and some strategy to get where you're trying to go today compared to three years ago. That looked a lot different. It was so much easier and there was a lot less people. Things were different. And so I think that just making sure you're willing to, you know, you got to be all in if you're going to do a group, like an exceptionally designed, high-end rolling group coaching program or mastermind experience. You have to be willing to go in, all in. This is not a course. It's not something that you'll create, promote for a couple of months, and then you're on to the next thing. This is something for years you'll build a brand around. You'll you'll build authority. You'll build expert expertise. You'll build... Uh, results, phenomenal client experiences, you'll continue to master and master and master. This is something you'll do for a long time. Those are the clients I love working with. I don't like working with course hoppers and coach hoppers who like to do something for just a minute and then they're on to the next thing and they just want to like indulge and learn all the things from all the different people. Those are not my type of clients. It's chaos to me and it's just like, it's not my thing. I like people that have a focus, a three, five year, like they want to go all the way steady Betty. They are like, let's master the hell out of this process and let's go all the way and let's incubate and let's like have a huge global impact and let's build a brand around this. Like they want to build a legacy. They want to build an empire. They want generational wealth. Like they're not fucking around, right? Those are my types of clients. I have no interest in working with coach hoppers who want to hop from one coach to the next every two months course hoppers who want to do something different every eight weeks because they can't keep their focus and just go all the way on one thing to mastery. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my type of clients, right? And so I just had to be adaptable to that. I had to remember that. That was like my North Star. So you need a North Star because there's always going to be things that are in people that are going to pull you back like shiny object that's going to pull you back to things that like, oh, you should do this and you should have that and you should do it this way and you should like not sell a group thing, you should sell a course thing, or you should do a one-off thing, or you should do a low ticket thing or whatever, right? You're always going to have your strings being pulled in different directions. And that's not going to change. That's never going to change. You're never not going to have shiny object. You're never not going to be pulled in a lot of different directions. It's just up to you to get grounded and to know what your North Star is right? If you want to sell this, then you sell that. If you want to sell that, then you sell that. And like, you just need to go all in and make that decision that you'll have to adapt along the way. And you'll have to, to know how to compartmentalize the, the string pulling and the shiny object and, and keep your focus. And you're going to have to really know what your dreams and goals are and stick to it, right? If you're someone who's distracted by every little thing going on and you're pulling, being pulled in a million different directions and you can't take control of that, that that's going to be a difficult business to run, right? You have to be able to bring yourself back to your North Star, what's true to you, the mission that you are on as an individual and where it is you want to go 
And it doesn't fucking matter what anybody else is saying or doing, right? It doesn't matter. You are not, your blindfolders are on, you're focused, right? That's that power of one. I have, like, I've worked really hard to maintain that. So that is something I believe has been such a important part of my success over the years is just, I'm focusing on this. And even when it's rocky and even when other people are telling me something else and even when I see people doing other things and even when I hear this or I hear that, like I stay focused on my thing. Okay. Um, and then the next thing that I'll share for today that has really helped me is just deploying other humans to come in and help deliver to my clients and help obviously run my business. Um, you know, team definitely, I mean, if you follow me for any amount of time, I'm really big on having a profit driving seller in your company that can drive sales for you because let, let's just be honest, if you're someone who does your own sales, you are not scalable. Your business is not scalable, right? You cannot multiply yourself. You cannot give yourself more hours in the day. We all have the same 24 hours. Um, it's not scalable. It's going to be very difficult for you to continue to scale and grow your business and your impact get your time back, yet you're pigeonholed as a bottleneck doing the own sale, your own sales in the business. And God forbid, if you can't do them or you have to take time off or you get sick or you want to go on vacation or something happens in your personal life, life, life happens. You have to step away from your business. How does the business continue to run? That is just dangerous. Um, and that can be totally avoided by you not being the star of the show for everything by not being the bottleneck and thinking that you're the only person that can do everything and you are the only person doing everything. This isn't smart business if you are someone who wants to scale your income, your impact and get your time back. So for me, with the type of clients I work with, they want to get out of their sales. They want to get out of the day to day in their business. They don't want the business dependent and reliant on them for everything. Right. I, I work with, again, I'll go into these multi-million dollar companies. They're still doing their sales. They're working insane. They never stop working and they hire a team and then they still do the team's work. They still have the team saying, how do you do this? Where should I do that? What about this? And then the, the coaches are saying to me, and I don't understand. I hired the team. And I still have to go behind them. I'm still answering all the questions. I, I don't even feel like I have a team. I feel like now I just have another job. I'm trying to oversee everything they're doing. And there's a multitude of reasons why that happens. It is usually either you're a control freak. And so you don't give your team the ownership of the role you gave them and that you're paying them for. And or you don't have the systems and structure set up so that your team can independently work without you. That's, that's it. Like it's one of those two things or both. And so when you put the proper things in place, you can hire a team and those team members can take over those tasks that you've given them. Right. And they can be successful. But a lot of coaches will take one person who's not even qualified and they'll put them in a position and then they'll give them 10 other positions. And that one person is wearing 15 hats. And the only thing they're really good at is one hat. And yet they're doing 15 things. So now they're miserable in their position. They're doing a lot of things they don't know how to do and don't want to do and shouldn't be doing. But the coach is trying to save on their money and not have to hire too many people. And that is never, that's a recipe for disaster. That is churn and burn real quick, right? Because that person's going to leave as soon as they find a better opportunity. So again, I think that, you know, you need to be supported through 
um, how do you bring on the right types of people, put them in the right places, but also set them up for success and then get out of their way, get out of their way. That's another thing. Like if you want your team to go all in on your dream, you need to go all in on your team. And what that means is you need to, if you're going to hire them for something, give them what they need to be successful. So you feel good about it and then give them the job. Like leave them, let them do their job. Like let them mess up a little bit so we can course correct. Like let them own it and let them feel like you're giving them the role, right? We have too many business owners who hover and they micromanage and no one's going to do that today. There's too many opportunities where we can get into positions where we don't need to deal with that. So you, you just have to start making these pivotal decisions and then you have to trust the people that you deploy. If you hire someone, then you should trust them. Right. And if you don't trust them, then you probably shouldn't have hired them. So again, I think there's a whole slew of things with this little area that that really pigeonhole clients as bottlenecks in their businesses. And I'm sorry, but you're not going to scale probably beyond six multi six by yourself without deploying some pivotal team, key team members. And then you need to know how to lead them and manage them and set them up for success. And I mean, even multi-million dollar companies are doing a horrible job at this, unfortunately, you know, and I'm having to come in and, and rework a whole bunch of stuff. So um, those are some of the, those are not everything, but those are some of the most pivotal things and changes that I have had to make both on a strategic end, a practical and even, you know, mindset end um, that I have had to really improve on and master and, and just give all like go all in on and give my focus to to pull this off and into to allow myself to have the business and the life that I truly want and where the business is actually supporting my lifestyle and whereas before uh my whole life was around my business my business ran my life and uh, I didn't have a life, right? I just had my work. And now my business really is designed to support the type of lifestyle that I want to have. I don't have to be on calls, right? Like if I don't want to be, I don't need to be serving every client. I don't need to have all the answers. I don't need to be the star of the show. I'm not, and I don't want to be ever. I never want my clients to look at me as the only person or the star of the person or like Anne has to answer this. Anne has to do the coaching. It has to be all Anne. It's actually not good. And I've realized in running these really exceptional group programs and masterminds that my clients, they have a way better experience and they actually get so much more value out of my programs um, by having other people provide coaching, suggestions, answer their questions, guide them, network with them, all the things. And that's far more than one human could do by themselves. Like I always tell my clients, you're not going to get everything you need in my programs. If you're, if I'm the only person ever coaching you, like, I don't know everything and I'm not the smartest in the room and I'm not the, I'm not like the star of the show here. You're going to get way more value if we can expand the people that can feed you like suggestions and tips and coaching and strategy. And so there's a lot of elements in culture that I brought into my programs and masterminds that fulfill that, which in, in turn, my clients get an even better experience and more support. I am not, I'm like working less, but it's at no sacrifice to my clients, which is amazing. Um, all right. So that is just surface level, uh, stuff. Like if you're a coach or consultant and you know, maybe you're selling courses right now, maybe you're doing one-on-one -on -one and you're just feeling the itch and the pull and you're just feeling this deep desire 
for more, more income, more impact, more time, more time back, more life, uh, more pleasure with the clients you're working with and more results and impact for your clients um, and a longer lifespan, right? Um, if everything that I'm talking about or anything that I talked about here is pulling on the heartstrings and, and pulling on the desires that you have, um, I definitely want you to lean into that. Like, lean into it. It's possible if you really want it and if you're willing to go all in. If you're willing to go all in and master it, um, you know, we can really teach you some phenomenal elements and structures and designs and deliveries and experiences in your programs that uh, not many, if any, are teaching at all. Um, hence the reason multimillionaires hire me to come in and fix this for them because they're not doing it either. Um, and so if this is on your radar this year, uh, we have some spots open in our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind program uh, where this is all we focus on. We focus on your conversion events to fill these programs. We focus on the design, the delivery, the culture, all the elements for this program. We focus on helping you get your business and systems and processes to a place where you can hire a team and, and you can bring the right people in, put them in the right places, and then be able to you know, set them up for success. And you can start stepping more into leadership and CEO and like play the roles of your business that you should be and that you love the most, that you thrive the most in, get some of your time back right away. Um, these are things that we're doing in the mastermind. That's what we focus on. Um, and you do get a bundle. You get the uh, our academy program, which is where you can plug in your seller. And we will help you build your sales database. And then we'll teach your seller um, the human behavior techniques and the sales database process where they can start driving daily and weekly sales for you uh, on a consistent basis without you into this program or into any of your programs. Um, so they can drive more sales and you can start getting out of that. So this is all stuff we focus on in the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. Um, you know, typically you, you have, you know, your niche, you have clients you're working with already. You're, you're making at least five, eight plus a K thousand a month. Um, pretty consistently, you already are working with clients. You already know your process. Um, maybe you even have a group program, but it just doesn't sound like this. Um, or maybe you're selling other things, but if, if any of this is speaking to you, and, and this is on your radar for this year and you're serious about it and you want to go all in, definitely find me on Facebook or Instagram. Shoot me a private message. Let me know you listen to this podcast. Let me know that you would love information on the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind to see if this is even something that would help you. I have no idea if I can help you. We would need to ask you some questions. We need to learn a little bit more about what you currently have as a business model and what that looks like and what's going on and your commitment level to going all in on something like this right now and all of that. So you would need to qualify. Um, we turn lots of people away. Um, it's not just a free for all. We don't let anybody through the doors. So um, there is a little bit of a qualification process, but we can just ask some questions, um, get you to fill out an application. And if we think you'll win in the program and get results and have an epic ex experience, then you know we'll go ahead and have that conversation of what that would look like and what your specific path would be if we were to partner together. Okay, so if that is you, find me on Facebook, Instagram. If you're on our email list, shoot me an e email. I don't care how you reach out. Uh, let me know you are interested in learning more about the entrepreneur uh, Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind that you listen to this podcast, and we will see if we can partner together and make exceptional experiences and magical things happen. I will see you guys on the next episode.
Hey, thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable group programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driving sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside. Mm -hmm.